Hello and welcome to episode 369 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is August 7th, 2023. I'm Rollo McFlugel and with me is my co-host Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 369. Who knows when I'll actually put that up because, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought I solved our uh, hardware technical problems last week with the the headphones issue but uh thunderstorm ripped through the area and my power is out so i am on my phone and um i have 11 percent of battery left so i had it plugged into a laptop that's charged but that's just making the battery drain a little bit more slowly so i guess i can go on my car and uh run that but I think it's still raining out, and so I don't want to have the garage door open. I'll probably just end up dying from carbon monoxide poisoning. So this might be a shorter episode. Um, yes, so I, I got all that going on. Slappy's making a bunch of noise in the background, so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here trying to uh, gotta listen very carefully. Do you hear that thunder? Like, I don't know. I hear thunder here. The sky was like yellow here. Yeah. Well, my, you know, my screened in porch. Mm-hmm. Like three of the screens are ripped or broken after that one. Nice. Yeah. Some of them I know so, how to fix. Others I don't. The other issue with recording my car, like I could just drive out, drive my car into the driveway and close the garage door and have it running and everything and be on the, uh, you know, be charging my phone. Might hear some background noise of the car going, but like I have a glass of bourbon. So even though I'm like parked in my driveway, I call my the luck, police on you. Yeah. I don't know what the rules are with that. Are you allowed to uh or you have to drink bourbon in your car while it's running, but you're in your driveway with no intentions of moving? Tell that to the judge. Yeah, we're not going to find that out tonight. So anyone listening, I'm, I'm, I'm still in my house. Um, I have no idea what to talk about. I have a couple, like, small ideas, which may be good since we're, we're really on borrowed time. Yeah, um, we're going to keep this one short. I believe you said that. Phil's at the second wild card spot. Got rained out tonight because of the storm. Doubleheader tomorrow against the Nationals. Um, speaking of that, and then tying this, you know, we'll, we'll make the Phillies relevant. Um, if, if you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen me post this, but um, did you watch the Phillies at all this weekend, Slappy? Mm-hmm. Did you see the thing about Bryce Harper on, on Saturday, I guess? What, helping the little kid? Yeah. I did. I thought that was pretty cool, and it and it tied in well um, to our episode last week about masculinity. And I made a tweet, kind of quote tweeting the video of of this happening. And it's like of all the the um what's it called? Um, man, I'm blanking on the word. The uh, what's it? The, the uh, I, I can't believe I'm blanking on this word. Like the outward signs or uh, 
What is it? I don't know. This is frustrating. Um, like the aesthetics. That's what I'm going for. All the aesthetics um, of masculinity that Bryce Harper can have. Um, and that, now my headphones are saying the battery's low, so they might conk out. So we'll, we're going to see what's happening here. Um, because stupid new phones don't have headphone jacks. Mm, yeah, I know. Um, but of of all the aesthetics of masculinity that Bryce Harper might have, you know, he's he's you know not a small man. He's really good baseball, um, in an intense guy, pretty cool beard and everything. Um, all of that pales in comparison to the way he treated this little kid over the weekend. Um, and for those of you that haven't seen it, uh, the Phillies had what was like a fan day or something before the game. Where they could all come up near the field and and interact with, with players and everything, and there was a seven year old boy, Caleb, who was sitting by himself crying. Bryce Harper went up to him and started talking to him like, "Hey, what's what's the matter?" And he goes, uh, "My I'm separate, separated from my brothers," and uh, you know he stayed with him and sat with him and talked with him until he figured out where they were. They weren't far away. It wasn't like the kid was in any danger, and um, he went over and and brought him back together and took a picture with him and everything and just really kind of showed a good decency there. And, and just, you know, people were referring to it as dad mode and like everyone loved it. You know, there's not a person that's out there, whether you like Bryce Harper or not, it's going to sit there and criticize what he did. It, it was, it was really a cool thing to see. Um, and I think that, sort of thing like that's a demonstration of masculinity right there to talk to to tie it into what we were talking about last week um more so than all the the aesthetic things that people want to um go on well they'd be like oh if you want to be a man you gotta you know lift a lot of weights and and be really ripped and uh drive a fast car and whatever all these other outward things that um you know, you can just kind of like fake your way through. But, uh, you know, the, the way you treat people, the way you treat a little kid who's upset or something, I, I think that's that's the uh, that's the demonstration. That's the better one. And um, for for better or for worse. Professional athletes, professional sports, those guys end up being being treated as role models by kids. Um May not be the greatest thing in the world, but for a situation like this, um, you know, I think I think Bryce Harper showed himself to be a great, great role model right there. And uh, you know, for all of the dumb things professional athletes do out there and make it embarrassing to uh, to have your kids <laughs> watching them and, and potentially looking up up to them, um, this this I think was a really good thing. And every like seven seconds, I have my headphones going battery low. What kind of headphones are you using? They're just Bluetooth headphones. Mm. And the I battery's low. You didn't charge them? Because I don't normally use these. I wasn't anticipating mm. on doing it. All right. 
I am not a blue. I think Bluetooth earbuds, headphones are largely stupid because I don't like having to rely on a battery. So let me hardwire in. I, I think yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree. I have Bluetooth headphones, but only because you pretty much have to. You could get that little jack thing, um, adapter thing, I guess, but I prefer wire headphones. Yeah. But they're harder to lose, too. The wires, for whatever reason, makes it a lot harder to lose them. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, oh, man. I don't know. I'm already done. There's something else to say. Okay. Because, obviously, this is just a totally messed up episode. More so than usual. Um, yeah. Have you seen on the timeline a lot of conversations about, well, basically Ace taking on the world? Once no. Again, surprise, surprise. No, okay, but I should I should check topic. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't, no. and I just haven't been on Twitter as much. Um, I just been busy at work. Has this been going on okay. for a couple of days? Because the weekend I wasn't really on either. It's. I feel like it's been going on for weeks, and my and my headphones just shut off. Am I like? Do I sound okay? You sound Still. better than you did with them on. All right. Well, there we go. Um. No, I guess it's been ever since the Oppenheimer movie's been out. It's been a conversation. I guess it's also uh, been the. Can the, I can I say? I mean, there's I. I generally don't watch movies. Pretty much any movie you can name I haven't seen unless it's like Dumb and Dumber. But um, the Oppenheimer movie, I'm like shocked that it's such a big movie. It doesn't even seem that interesting to me. I don't really know anything about it. So I don't really have any comment about it. Yeah, okay. What does Ace think of it? I don't know. But <laughs> no, it's just there's, well. <laughs> there's a lot of people defending dropping uh, the nukes uh, on Japan, um, which is it's funny to me that so many people like I, I don't understand why it's why it's such a big deal to just be like, yeah, you know what? Maybe our country messed up there because World War it, Two was the holy war. If we're indiscriminately killing innocents, then we're just as bad as them. And we're not. We're the angels. They're the devil. Yep. I mean, that's what that's my analysis. I mean, it has to be that. I don't see any other explanation for it. We have to be the good guys and they have to be the bad guys. And there's no other explanation. That's it. Anything that goes against that is wrong. Yeah, and like no, no matter what, they just kind of hold on to it and just eat up whatever like silly propaganda they can they can get their mitts on, um, regardless of how much it makes sense, how true it is. Um, I mean, I just like I I can't help but see it because it's every other tweet on my timeline. <laughs> is, is ace mm. but um but he's just like constantly smacking down just like 
utter falsehoods. Like they're the, like the I didn't really know many, anything about this, but the people were claiming, well, the U.S. you know was dropping pamphlets in Japan, warming warning them about dropping Thanks. bombs. <laughs> well, yeah, like oh well, yeah, that totally makes it okay. <laughs> so um, if I say, hey Rallo, I'm coming to your house and I'm shooting anyone there in the head if you're there on Monday. Like, then it's okay if I do it? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. But the the greatest thing is, is that they dropped them. They didn't mention anything about nuclear bombs. And I might be wrong about this, but it might have been after they dropped it. No, uh, I don't know. But, but like, it, it wouldn't have indicated that, like, oh, by the way, you are going to get vaporized. If you're here, what did the pamphlet say? I don't know. I don't speak Japanese or read Japanese. So then, what if it said like we're dropping nukes on you? Well, it did. Oh, that's the point. But you know that because you read the Japanese. I'm relying on Ace. Oh, gotcha. Yes, and other people. Okay. Um, but it's just so funny how people are so confident about stuff that they have either are just totally wrong about or just have no concept about um you know you see all these comments about like well then and if japan didn't want trouble they shouldn't have started anything and it's like well i mean obviously these people are probably really unaware of the mccullum note which was you know uh, among the u.s federal government talking about how they wanted to egg Japan into the war using uh, economic warfare. Mm-hmm. And they even mentioned Pearl Harbor specifically being mm-hmm. like, well, if if our economic warfare causes them to hit a target, like, oh, I don't know, Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, then so be it. Yeah, well, there was like a blockade for a while. That the U- I think, I don't know, it's been a while since I read about um, that part of World War II, but I, I believe the United States was blocking all the ships from going into Japan, get, like cutting off their supplies. Does I don't know exactly right? what I don't know exactly what they were doing, but I know they were waging economic warfare. Yeah, I think there was like a blockade, and then it's kind of like what they—that's what—that was like their go-to. That was like the Lusitania, right? World War One. Yeah. But even on the other side, with Germany, I mean, FDR was dying yet in the war. They had the uh, the Zimmerman note. Mm-hmm. Which is this fake propaganda about how Hitler was planning to go through South Mexico America. to invade yeah. the U.S. And when they yeah. leaked it or released it, it was so insane and outlandish that just like no, no one believed it. But this is the stuff they were trying to pull. And it's and it's just so funny to me that like all these it's it's all conservatives and right wingers. <laughs> you know what I recently learned, too? Um, a lot of like, do you know what brought England or the British into World War Two? Uh, no, or I forget. I don't know. Okay, yeah, no, I mean, I was just reading about, it, but people usually say Hitler invaded Poland, you know, because they appeased them on the Sudetenland and whatever else, and then he just went after Poland. Did you know he had a pact with the Soviet Union and the Soviet Union invaded right after? 
like they agreed not like they're going to split up Poland and I'm going to go get um you know the Germans saying like we're going to get the old German territory and you can have the rest and they had that agreement and then the Soviets invaded not long after um the Germans did and of course you know not that it's good to invade countries but there is a little history there because it used to be Germany and it, they lost it at the World War 1 um but then the British ally with the Soviets, who did the same thing the Germans just did. And the Soviets were absolutely brutal to the Polish people, too. It's not like they came in and they were real friendly. But anyway, point is, I never knew about that. I didn't know the Germans had an agreement with the Soviets until relatively recently. Yeah, I didn't know that either. But yeah, I mean, it just goes to show that, you know, the victors write the history books. Um, mm-hmm. And it's so funny because it's like... You know, we criticize the U.S. and the allies and everything, um, and people go, oh, so it's okay with what Japan and, Ger- and Nazi Germany did? It's like, no, <laughs> they were really bad, too. And, uh, I, and I mean, you bring up the Soviet Union, and that's just the most ironic, hilarious thing in the world in a very sick way is that it was the Soviet Union, and he was Uncle – like Joseph Stalin was Uncle Joe. Mm-hmm. That like this guy was an absolute butcher, and all these you know right wingers today talk about how much they hate the Soviet Union and the USSR, but they will like die on the hill of defending whatever the Soviet Union was doing while they were you know with the U.S. and Britain. Yeah. And the and the yeah. other thing I wanted to say is that like these boomer cons. Because that's what they are. We'll sit there today and talk about how much they don't trust the government and anything that the the government's doing right now is all propaganda and lies. They don't trust anything. But whatever the government of, you know, 1944, 1945, or, you know, around the time of World War II, which was a, you know, FDR was a huge. Just an absolute, you know, massive expansionist of government power. Like, if you are anything remotely, you know, related to conservatism and and wanting small small government, FDR should be like, you know, really high up on your list of, of people that were bad. But when it comes to war... No, no, just got to believe everything and then it's you can't question anything and I trust everything and there's no way they would ever be lying to us about what they're doing or why they're doing it. And the same thing happened recently, like when Donald Trump started dropping bombs in the Middle East. That's when the media, the liberal media, mind you, was going like Donald Trump is finally acting presidential. Mm-hmm. So it goes both ways. I mean, both the left and the right just absolutely love war. And if you are the president and you are unpopular, just start dropping bombs and everyone will start loving you. It's like totally disgusting and despicable. Like that's where we are. That, you, you know, vaporizing, you know, innocent men, women and children is what makes you like you know, pragmatic and, and a true leader and all this other stuff. It's, it's terrible. 
I don't even, you know, I don't engage with these people really. And I, I have no interest in doing that because it's just so disgusting to me. I, I just, ugh, I just have no respect for people that have these, have these, like, just the idea you could just drop a bomb on a city and just wipe out how many people and and if they don't die they have you know radiation poisoning and all this other terrible stuff happening to them the idea that you just that that broad of a stroke just wipe people out and then you're gonna have people go on like rationalizing it and justifying it like what would would it be okay like we're at war with basically everyone now but like you know, let's say, let's say someone comes and drops a bomb on New York, a nuclear bomb on New York, and it's like, it's war, and we're just trying to end the war sooner. And if we didn't, if we didn't drop a nuke on on New York City, would have had to do a land invasion in the U.S. and that would have caused a lot more deaths than if than if we just dropped a nuke. Be like, oh, yeah, oh, that's reasonable. That's fine. Like, uh, yeah, it's probably worth it that we sacrificed all those children and innocent men and women up in New York City for that. Um, it, it brought a fa- quicker end to the war. And you know what? It was it was the U.S. shouldn't have been, you know, shouldn't have picked a fight with this other country or, or group. So, um, you know, it's it's the it's the actions of the government. Uh, are are properly representative of, of everybody else. That's the other sick thing that people say. Is this, it's like, well, the permission to drop the bomb on those innocent civilians came from the Japanese government. <laughs> Apparently, the actions of the Japanese government, which these people would probably say were like massively overstepping their bounds, and were not representative of the average person, was a legitimate representative of the will. And Wait, um, you said the Japanese government okayed it? No, 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 no. They're the, the Japanese government's fighting, you know, attacking the U.S. Oh, that is what invited it or whatever. Was was the Japanese populace's permission uh, to like, well, yeah, it's 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 justified to drop a, a nuclear two nuclear bombs on us now because. You know, we picked a fight, and so. It's hmm. an interesting take, Kevin. Not familiar with that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just so insane and stupid because I don't think it's unreasonable to say today that, like, the U. Like, it, it's not. It's not very controversial to say that the U.S. Even among Americans, your average American at this point. If you were to say the United States should not be meddling in the Middle East, most people would be like, "Yeah, it probably wasn't a great idea. It didn't really work out, um, or it wasn't justified. It was was a bad thing that the U.S. went over there and <laughs> and did their thing." But that doesn't mean that like 9/11 was okay, <laughs> like. You can hold both positions that the U.S. should not 
be over, you know, killing innocents in the Middle East and meddling around in there. And also that it's not okay to retaliate by flying planes into a couple buildings and killing killing thousands of civilians. I mean, I don't know what the right response is there. I don't think it's wrong to go get the people responsible for it. But when you're destroying an entire region of the world, seems a bit much. Well, it's like Slappy, if if you like stole a hundred bucks from me. Yeah, and then you kill my whole family. It's like, whoa. Right. And I'd be like, whoa, well, you, you basically by being, you know, your wife and children, that was their permission that they entered into this fight. So it would be insane. Yeah, the idea that like government represents the people is absurd. Um, it's a little myth we were taught since we we're little kids, but it's completely separate from the will of the people. And it's funny too because like the whole idea of representative the government, people even mean the American experiment. Like I don't, I don't think World War II Japan was was an iteration of that idea. Yeah, yeah. I also just even that like the will like. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I don't like I'm pretty much against every single thing our government does, so I should not be held responsible for anything they do. But of course, uh, those countries we attack, they're not going to be like, oh, well, this guy doesn't like it. So we'll just kill the people who supported it. Yeah, and that's why these people are such idiotic, brain dead morons, is that they'll say that. The World War, the Japanese government during World War II was a totally legitimate representation of not only the will but the actions of the Japanese people. But and if that's the case, if that's true, then all of all of these conservatives ought to take accountability and responsibility for all the trans stuff that uh, and, and all the goofy weird stuff that the government is doing today. Yeah, if your local oh, there was, there was elementary a, school has trans books, that's your fault. Yes, there was a, a trans teacher raped a student. Mr. Conserv- Corey Conservative, you were the rapist. And I should get to, you know, do whatever I feel like is justified to bring you as an like you in particular to justice for the rape of a child because, well, it was government by the people of the people and for the people. And, you know, you're a citizen there. So what's that? I mean, the government's just representing your, your will and, and your actions. So that was you. What's the difference? If you didn't want that to happen, then you shouldn't have elected those people into office. Like it's it's so clearly utterly idiotic and insane, and I don't know if it's just that big of a um, cognitive dissonance, or these people are just this stupid. Well, I think it. I don't know. I mean, I do think it's kind of just cognitive dissonance because your whole life you're just told how great World War II was, how wonderful right. we are, and how bad they were. Like we were, we being the United States went in and saved Europe and saved everyone and got rid of the devil. 
I mean, that's how it's always taught. Yep. There's no nuance. There's nothing. It's just good versus evil. So if you're facing evil, then anything goes. Right. I mean, that's like, I think, you know, the way people put it. And if you're allied with evil. So, you know, I don't think Imperial Japan was real nice. Like, I think the rest of Asia didn't really like them. Um, because they were going around Asia doing horrible things too, but um, they weren't in Japan or in uh, in Germany with the concentration camps. But of course, you know they're allied, so it all goes together. And that being said, like I don't even think, like I think Hitler's just as bad as Stalin and FDR and you know Churchill and anyone else, because I think you know, they would have done the same thing. It was kind of the way the world was. It was the times. That's what the governments did. I don't think, like, the other countries weren't opening their doors to have the Jews immigrate. In fact, I believe they were closing them. Hitler tried to get rid of them in the USA. He said no. Not that it's nice to kick someone out of the country. Not that that's a good thing. But let's not pretend we're all holy here either. Yeah, this kind of reminds me, there's a a show on, on Amazon Prime called The Man in the High Castle. Are you f- familiar? No. But the premise of the story is that um, I think it was that the Axis powers uh, developed n- nuclear bombs before the U.S. and they dropped them on some cities in the U.S. And it basically allowed Germany, the, the Axis powers, to win World War II. Um, and, and so Germany took basically the eastern half of the U.S. and Japan took the western half. Um, and, like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, uh, what's it called? Um, suspension of disbelief. Like that, but like, so they did like a decent enough job. Just be like, all right, this is this is what happened. Just accept it. Um, but the more interesting thing about the storyline is how like they showed, they like did a flashback of when basically this all went down and the United States fell to Nazi Germany, and it was one of the main characters was like sitting in a barracks, and he was an American officer officer and they're hearing like over the radio that like all right the u.s has fallen it's now under nazi control like the nazis are coming and like you're it's time for you to put a not like (laughs) the nazis are controlling things now it's time for you to put a nazi uniform on and you're just going to change allegiance Hmm. and this guy this character who ends up you know going up in the Nazi ranks in the U.S. He did. And, like, so did so many other American, you know, military officers and, and politicians and everything. They just accepted the new regime that came in and became Nazis. Um, and I don't think that's a far-fetched thing. No, not at all. Like... It's seen. It's funny because it's like when when you're first watching it and you see this happening, you'd be like, "Oh no, no, we'd be, you know, we'd stay America, we resist that." And it's like, no, I don't think so. No um, one should think that after 2020. Exactly. 
exactly. I mean, you saw what happened with, you know, especially the, the last several. I mean, since we've been libertarians, seeing the the, uh, the presidential elections happening and and seeing that it doesn't matter who the president is and what their agenda is while they're campaigning. Once they go in, they just fall lockstep with whatever whatever the machine's agenda is. And all of the followers and supporters just kind of like fall in place too. So yeah, I think it's just absolutely would be the case that if they just changed hats of on the government, that people would just be like, okay, this is who I have allegiance to now. They have authority. Okay, I'll do it. And it would just you'd shed whatever you had before pretty quickly and forget about all of it and just kind of go along with it. Whether it's motivated by fear or whether it's motivated by evil, who who knows what it is? It doesn't matter. Um, Just like people are weak. And, uh, you know, this whole idea that you're going to claim some sort of like moral superior superiority over someone claiming that you you know stick to your guns or something but like you said 2020 covid stuff if your track re- record shows otherwise and <laughs> you you know yeah it, and that's it, the it thing like a good like picture. you know people would say yeah but in 2020 with covid all the experts were telling us this we didn't know this was the information we had and that's uh bs because we had the same information and went through the same stuff and came to our own conclusions but if you know the nazis were coming or anything else you're going to say the same thing the experts were telling us this we had to do this we didn't know we didn't know how bad they were just be the same exact excuses yep yeah, yeah, you have your talking heads on TV saying that, oh, yeah, you better. Yeah, we have new people better, in charge now. It's time submit to, to the Nazi authority and everything. And people take, well, I mean, what did you expect me to do? I mean, I, that's what all the experts were saying. Was we had to do. We had nope. to. They were going to take our house. We had to. I was going to lose my job. And you're right. Like, there is. <laughs> There is information out there. If you think for yourself, you can think through this stuff and not have to, you know, fall back on these excuses and uh, outsourcing thinking to these talking heads and everything. Because the COVID stuff is a good example. Because let's run a victory lap on that. Yeah, we, we were right from the start. Like, you can go back. This is what's great about having a podcast and a blog and a Twitter account and everything. Is that you can go back and look at the receipts. And there were some of us who were right the entire time. We had the same exact information as everybody else. And use the information. We weren't just saying, I don't trust them. Although I didn't trust them. We weren't just being like contrarian idiots. Right. We weren't just saying everything they say is a lie. I'm not listening. We looked at their own numbers and their own logic. Yeah. So it's like when you're going through this, yeah, it can be confusing and everything. And it did feel weird because it's like, 
I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because why is everybody like going along with this? Yeah, it's right the data here. Look at it. It's right here. The data is screaming otherwise. Yeah. And nobody was with us. Right. I mean, that's from the very beginning. That was like March. End of uh, February. Even before that. I remember yeah, we talked the first time we brought it up on the podcast. Might have even been January. I can't remember. It was January or February. We, we just kind of like brought it up as a as an aside. Like, oh, what do you think about this COVID thing? And I remember saying like, eh, I mean, if people around me start dropping dead, maybe I'll, you know, think something of it. But like, man, I just go back to swine flu and bird flu and how they tried to make a big deal about it. And it was nothing. So until it, it shows that there's something. Yeah, I'm not really that concerned about it. And then even after that, you know, they started like giving their information. It was just like, no, this is all bullcrap. And just recently, like within the last week or two, the news tried to play up COVID again. Nobody's listening anymore. No, I mean, I think that ship has sailed. Certainly hope. I so. hope. It, I, for my own sake, I hope so because. I'm not putting mask back on again. No. I'll just. Ugh. Next time, I think we'll have more people with us. I think so. If they even try it again. They might realize we got to go somewhere else. But what do you think? The Like, let's say they 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 pulled another covid like tomorrow. They say we have a new virus. It's really bad. You got to lock down. You got to wear a mask. You got to do all this stuff. Same same thing. How many of like I, I don't care about like the leftists and the liberals and everything because they're just they're whatever they're doing, whatever they're doing. But like the conservatives and those types that eventually came around and acted like they were the ones that figured it out and talked to us like we took, you know, Debate hook, line, and sinker along with them. Like, what percentage of that of them do you think would just fall right back into it? Um, I don't know. I actually kind of. Th- I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say because I, I don't think it would be that high because people were pretty upset. Um, especially because everyone kind of pushed it. Like, if they would have just did two weeks to slow the curve, people would still buy it instantly. Right. But it went on for years. People were tired. People were legitimately tired of it and saw through it. And I don't think think maybe I have too much hope because I didn't think people would fall for it the first time. Right. I remember thinking, all right, people are in this like crazy. They don't know what to believe. They're being overly cautious. But and I remember thinking, you know, by May, this will be over. And then I remember they kept extending things in June. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. People are still doing this. And it just kept going and going and going. And people were along. I don't even, when do you think people like, you know, your red pill conservative types finally turned around on it? Because I would go everywhere. I was the only one not wearing a mask everywhere. I never had someone else not wearing one. It was like a year at least. It was a whole year, an entire year, I'll bet. But then people got fed up. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll fall right back in line next time. I don't know. 
I mean, I have no reason to think they won't. Other than that, they pushed their hand too hard. Yeah, I just don't really have much of a. I think it'd be at least half. Could be. I, I won't disagree there. I don't know. Hard I mean, to say. because because how many of these people, how many of these conservatives, let's say that uh, a Republican wins the presidency this time around, and he goes in and just continues all the stuff that Biden's doing, what percentage of Republicans, conservatives, you know, right wing people will just like offer their full throated support of it. No, no. Like, wait a second, this isn't exactly. I think half, I think that 2020, I think now maybe I'm being overly optimistic, which I'm never optimistic with the general public, but I think it did open a lot of people's eyes. Like the media, nobody trusts the media at all anymore. And before I 2020, so. did. but the, but like right now, right now, it's because it's just all political posturing that there's there's nothing actually at stake. So you could say whatever you want. It's just like every time there's a presidential election, every time there's a primary and everyone has their candidate and, and within their party that they want. And they go like, this is my guy. And this other guy that you're trying to push, I even though we're in the same party. He is the devil incarnate, and I will not support him. I will not vote for him. And then they railroad the primary, and they select the guy that they want. And all these people that were saying, no, 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 I will never support him. He's the devil himself. They're all suddenly rah, rah, rah. This guy is going to keep us from like suffering just an existential crisis yeah. of you know mammoth proportions, and we're all going to die if we don't elect this guy. Oh, so, all right, when I'm, I guess where maybe, so I, if a Republican gets elected, I don't expect anything major to change. The policy will just continue on as it is, and Republicans will support it. I thought you were talking specifically about, like, locking down with another disease. Oh, no, I, I was saying that, but I'm just saying, like, as an example, that just when there's when there's nothing at stake, when there's nothing actually, like, when it's just political posturing and nothing, oh, yeah. nothing's actually Thing. people will talk a huge game but when yeah. it comes time to like get in line well we had to yeah exactly then they just yeah. they just fall right in place and that's why yeah. i have really no no hope for anything different for when something like a, a lockdown happens again because yeah. it's, it's i'm not gonna argue thing. that i'm not gonna argue too much although i do think we'll have more support yes but it's not gonna be like we're not going to have the majority by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, I agree with that. It's we're going to be like we had 0.1 percent of people on our side, and we'll have like 0.2 percent, which is double, which is great. Uh, but I think we'd have more than that because I was I'm literally the only one. But like when but, when we were going, point is mass, not going to like. I think it'll be enough that everywhere I go, I would see people not. We would be the minority for sure, not even close to half. But it wouldn't be as un- like it was really uncomfortable being the only one. Yeah, no one was on my side. And, you know, there's some people looking at me like, you know, this guy's crazy or man, that guy. I like him. He's he's got some stones, but I'm not going to do it. But next time I'll at least have a couple people I can give the head nod to. Yeah. That's all I think. Yeah. I'm, I have yeah, no faith I, that. I, I be agree with that. We'll, we'll definitely 
definitely have more, but like if you're if you think that you're gonna have like some, you know, vanguard not around you. That, you know, if you walk into a store and you're not wearing a mask and someone says, Sir, please put on a mask, you're gonna have, you know, most of the store come and surround surround you and be like, No, we're not putting on a mask either. Like mm, I think it's a pipe dream. Yeah, I don't think it's likely. And so that's why I just like that's why the political process just has no appeal to me. Because it's just the same thing. It's just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Um any sort of like political movement that tries to claim that they're gonna fix things or something is just just makes my eyes glaze over. I don't care. Doesn't sound real or legitimate. We need to have like actual tools. I mean, that's obviously I'm leading into Bitcoin, but um, that's what we need. We need we need something that like kind of transcends these political lines that just uh, force isn't the right word, but it just changes the incentive structure mm-hmm. so that you're because people aren't thinking. Um, and so you just do what you're doing because you're just on autopilot. And I think that's what like, that's the benefit of Bitcoin is that it just redirects where your autopilot is going. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. Puts different incentives into society. And like, thank goodness that we have Bitcoin because otherwise I'd be, uh, I'd be pretty cynical about where things were headed. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, um, I'm a Christian. I believe that God wins at the end, but like, that doesn't necessarily mean that like the short term, not worried short about the short term, medium term isn't is is not going to be bleak. Um, you know, believing that God's going to win in the end doesn't mean that there won't be suffering between now and then. Um, yeah. When it's all about suffering, we go back to dropping atomic bombs, nuclear bombs on Japan. Uh, certainly a bleak time and pretty terrible. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that was not what I had planned to talk I didn't have anything planned to talk about, so. Neither did I, and then we just got on and went. We didn't even, like, talk beforehand. Yep. Sometimes we at least do that. Yeah, you were trying to get a different headphones or something. I yelled at you not to go away because... I was on borrowed time with my battery, which my battery actually went up from 11% to 12%. So that's good. Oh, well, you're that low. Because I was thinking, yeah, that for that low battery, I couldn't get up for two minutes. We're 50 minutes in. Yeah. But you're hanging in well, there. Well, just like sitting here scrolling Twitter was lowering my battery. So I figured that <laughs> being on a Skype call would lower it even more. Yeah, that's, I would assume so. But 
right. I guess we can wrap it up. It is like pitch black. So I have no lights. Yeah, we lost power power last week. Um, It was a storm that rolled through. Kind of annoying. It was out for a while. And then they had to come in this week and redo some power lines. So they shut the power off for like four hours. I just, you know, I just hope the power comes on between now and when I wake up so I don't have to worry about moving things from my freezers and stuff. Yeah, that was what my concern was. But uh, it wasn't too long. They got, I mean, it was a couple hours. Um, but I didn't ha- I didn't lose anything. No, like, I don't think this was, uh, I was texting a co-worker who lives nearby and she was saying that she's like six trees that came down. Nice. Um, but, but I don't think I had any trees come. It was like really heavy rain. Some wind, but it was not like super bad. Um, but I think these kind of storm cells were kind of pretty local. So, you know, I, I have no idea what it's okay. Basically, as soon as the storm started, the lights were flickering a lot. And that's why I texted you. I'm like, there's no way my power is going to last because I've already seen the lights flicker on and off pretty strongly about a half a dozen times. And then as soon as I texted that, the power went out. Yeah. Yeah, our lights flickered tonight. And like I said, my screens are all broken. Kind of annoying. But the power stayed on. I don't think any trees dropped. I have a couple trees that are dead. Um, From previous storms, like branches have fallen down. Actually, I finally burned some this weekend to get rid of them. But it'll be fun when they fall down. I should probably pull them. I need to pull them down at some point. But anyway, uh, show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 369. Uh, I don't really think we'll have any links to share there. So that's all I got. So uh, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Peace.